0: Coming to you live from the ice capital of Oklahoma, it's Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to your favorite podcast. That's right. It's Burgers and Brots with your hosts, Braxton Poe and Matt
1: Marks. Happy Friday, everyone. Still, a lot of people without power in Norman, Oklahoma, all across Oklahoma, all of our listeners, you're without power, but hopefully you're still listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else you get your podcasts at Burgers, Brots and stay up to date with our latest news daily on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brots. Matt, lots of ice out there still. Definitely. A lot of downed trees, too. It's kind of sad. It is sad. My, my backyard is a mess right now. But what, some people that are feeling happy, the Dodgers, World Series champions. Matt, we both have the Dodgers winning. Uh, got it done in six games. Little controversy with the uh, Tampa Bay managing staff uh, pulling uh, Snell after only 73 pitches in game six. No runs allowed. What? Only two hits uh, going into that. And they pull him. or Rays then give up two runs, three runs, and ultimately lose to the better Dodgers team. Matt, analysis on the World Series.
0: Well, before we start, i got to just give myself a little love on that bracket that we did before the playoffs. I had the Dodgers and Tampa Bay, and I picked the Dodgers winning it all. I feel I pretty think proud of myself. Okay, maybe they did, but I, I'm just happy about myself. I'm talking about me, okay?
1: Um, did you get a perfect bracket?
0: I did not, no, because I wanted the Astros to lose early, and they proved me wrong. Um, why is it every episode, too, we talk about Houston? I guess we <laughs> have to always take a little jab at it. I, I just I can't stand it. Um, yeah, what a game. What a game! What a game six! I mean, this was um, a a a really well pitched game by Blake Snell, and that sixth inning could not have gone more poorly in making a managerial decision than it did for Kevin Cash, a guy that you're up one nothing. He's cruising. He's got I think nine strikeouts through eight through 18 batters or whatever. I mean, he's efficient. Started the game off shutting them down. I think he struck out the side, or maybe didn't. I don't know if he struck out the side, but he he got at least couple strikeouts in that first inning but he may have struck out the side I don't remember. But it's crazy. it's crazy Braxton. I mean, how do you pull out a pitcher and you talk about analytics and I we saw all this on our Twitter um, and just anything searching Kevin Cash or anything with the Rays. Baseball's becoming more analytics. Everything has to be around analytics. Everything has to be because of what the stats and computers will tell you. And that is where the game is changing, right? You don't have many managers anymore that go off gut feeling. Everything has to be adapting to the new age of baseball, right? Okay, what is this new age of baseball, right? You make changes to the game, but baseball is still baseball. The game doesn't change in the sense of it's baseball. But you have to go by stats. Okay, how's a, how's a right-handed pitcher going to look against a lefty or right, against a righty? Or you bring in the southpaw to face, but now they've got that new rule this year where you have to face a minimum of three batters. So you can't just have a lefty come in to get that one lefty and then you bring in a new pitcher. So things are changing. I hate it, Braxton, the move that he made, and a lot of people do. That cost him this game. Give credit to the Dodgers. They got two runs in the sixth inning off the relief pitcher, Nick Anderson, who had been giving up runs. I mean, he's a good pitcher, but he'd given up runs in the past, and then they got another run in the, in the ninth inning, I think it was, or eighth inning.
1: It, it is easy to say that cost them the game, which it, it did. But they were only up one to nothing, so one pitch, could have just changed that. But, yeah, it was a terrible decision to pull Blake Snell. It was just awful. 73 pitches, he's rolling shutouts. I shouldn't have done that. Um, but when you're so efficient, though, and you, and yeah. you
0: haven't 73 pitches in the sixth inning, you don't get much more efficient than that. I mean, his pitch count was nowhere high. You could go give him another 30 to 40 pitches, which could, maybe could have taken him to the eighth inning. Uh, maybe could have gone the distance. We don't see that anymore. I I just don't get that. Why are some teams, and people were talking about this on Twitter, why are some teams so focused on they got to get to the bullpen? Like, you got to get to your 7th inning guy. Well, if your starting pitcher is doing so well, then let your 7th inning guy become your 8th inning guy. Or don't even use your 7th inning guy. Like, you don't have to, there's not a playbook that you have to follow. There's not a manual you have to go by step by step. If your starting pitcher is dominant, let him stay in. This was ridiculous. This could have gone to a game seven. Now, you're right. They only had one run. Could have changed on one pitch. Offense needed to keep going. Probably was not – we're not going to win one-nothing. But still, I just – so – the Rays shot themselves with this. The Rays could have got, done better. And Blake Snell could have gone out of that jam. Now, who knows? You know, top of the order was coming up. and But the way Blake Snell had been pitching – he, he did well against them. I, I, just a terrible, terrible decision. And if I'm Blake Snell, you know, well, what do you – I mean, you saw how frustrated he was coming out of the game. What do you do? Do you say, get me out of, of this? Yeah, get me out of this. I mean, Kevin Cash is all about analytics, and he's done well. I mean, they've done – Tampa Bay was one of the first to use an opener in games where instead of your starting pitcher, you have a relief pitcher get the first inning to get those first couple batters out, and then you have your starting pitcher come in in the second inning. Weird tactics – but baseball, go with the gut feeling. Go with the way it's supposed to be. If your starter can go the distance, which we don't see anymore, let him go the distance. Don't have to feel like, oh my gosh, if we're in the seventh inning. I have to bring in my seventh inning guy. No, you don't. And that's why I really don't like this where baseball's going with this. Really terrible, terrible decision. And it costs the race.
1: Yep. It'll haunt them for the rest of their life. Blake's now should be upset. Probably I mean, they'll they'll be back next year, but um, that's if he is tied to stay. Uh, MVP, Corey Seeger, 400 batting average in the World Series, two home runs, five RBIs. I like that he won MVP. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on
0: that? Yeah, a good pick. I mean, we read off his stats. That's a good decision. Mookie Betts, I think, could have been the guy, too. I mean, look what mookie has been doing in the postseason, um, just in general. Um, I mean, he is what a great addition for the Dodgers in that. One other thing I want to mention. Happy for Clayton Kershaw too. Me, and a Dallas guy, getting to play in Arlington and get that championship, that World Series championship in Arlington. That's a cool moment. Um, you know, Dodgers getting that huge for their franchise. You know, this was a fun postseason, and they did a great job. Really playing some good baseball.
1: No, yeah, we. I think a lot of us who don't have our teams on the World Series, we are rooting for the Dodgers because. Uh, I know Tampa Bay's the underdog team. We all love the underdog team, but the Dodgers have been cheated out for like the what last five years in the World Series. So you just felt like they needed this.
0: Well, they went to back to back. We saw with Houston in 2017. There was the big controversy, and then in 2018 they lost to the Red Sox. Um, and this is a team that you know could have gone back. I mean, it is a a laughing stock, uh, if you will, um, because they are the latest team to go back to back and lose out. Rangers did it in 2010-2011. Here you have the Dodgers. So the Dodgers get their revenge and say, we finally got one. It's a sweet feeling, you know? And if you look on to next year, Dodgers should be the favorite again. I mean, unless they're going to... I don't know who's all going to be leaving. I don't think anybody, high class, high end, is going to be leaving. And when you've got Mookie Betts and you've got a pitching staff that's dominant, remember who else they have. And I don't know if he's a free agent or if he's still there. He opted out this season. But they got also with Mookie Betts is David Price. Now David Price is getting older. Who knows what David Price will look like? But they've got a lot of weapons in LA. That's the team to catch up for.
1: Well, yeah, they should be the favorite for years to come, especially for next year. And uh, about Kershaw, yeah, I think his legacy was saved. His legacy was saved uh, the other night uh, when they won won that World Series. I know he didn't win it that night. He got two win. He got two wins, right, or just one? I mean, he pitched well. I and- am trying to think.
0: I think he got both wins. I mean, he pitched well yeah. in the World Series. Yeah. Um, he didn't
1: collapse yeah. after his sixth inning. So, that that series saved his legacy right there. Uh, so, anything else? Congrats to the Dodgers. Anything else, Dad? No, I mean, it, it's, again,
0: if you're Tampa Bay, you're furious with how that went down. I mean, that will haunt you this offseason.
1: That, that will haunt you. It'll haunt Rays fans, man. It'll haunt them.
0: And they haven't won a World Series. 2008, they lost to the Phillies. And then now in 2020, the loss of the Dodgers. And I think, I mean, just in a, in a crushing way with how that was handled with Blake Snell.
1: All right, college football picks. Take these to the bank uh, last week. Eh, not, not our best week. But this week, hopefully, it should be a little better. Not too many great games going on, but we got the top five. Well, maybe not the top five, but we got a matchup you're not expecting that we're about to pick. Uh, But first, let's start. Boise State and Air Force. Boise State favored by 14. This is Boise State's second game of the year. Um, Air Force only put up six points last week after putting up 40-odd in the uh, few weeks prior. Uh, Boise State is second in total defense, but, I mean, they've only played one game. Uh, Might be a toss-up going in, uh, but I think it will be high scoring. I've got Boise State winning this game.
0: You know, I'm, I'm with you on that pick. Uh, Boise State ranked 25 in the AP poll, uh, just right up the, the cusp of it. Um, for all you fans out there that are about to go to dinner on Saturday night, this is a 5 o'clock matchup on CBS Sports Network. That's right, CBS Sports Network. 5 o'clock game on uh, Central Time. Um, you know, I'm, I'm with you on Boise State. Let's go 2-0. Keep the undefeated streak alive. Let's make some noise at the 25 spot.
1: 2-0 on Halloween night. Wow. Ooh. Uh, next game, Rutgers versus Indiana. Indiana favored by eleven. Both teams undefeated on going into Halloween. These two teams are undefeated. They've only played one game each, uh, but Rutgers destroyed. Put the pound on Michigan State. Indiana with a controversial game-winning two-point conversion uh, in overtime. I think Rutgers need to run the ball, force the Hoosiers to, and uh, force the Hoosiers to run on offense uh, for some pieces of them. I've got Indiana winning. I am never going to bet on Rutgers, at least not for the foreseeable future, uh, unless they can get um, maybe some quality wins in the Big Ten this year. So I think we need to ask
0: everybody, what was more shocking? Indiana upsetting Penn State when it came down right to a, the goal line, the wire, right there. Or Greg Schiano and Rutgers beating Michigan State. Braxton, You going. I mean, this.
1: Michigan State hasn't been good in the last few years, but it's Rutgers. Yeah, they got dominated, but Penn State was a six and a half point favorite in Indiana. I was like, Oh my are they even do they even know what Penn State and Indiana are? I was like, I, I was gonna take that bet, but no. Um Indiana was up by twenty the whole game basically till the late in the fourth when Penn State came back and tied it and forced overtime or that Indiana scored on the last drive, but Indiana was up the whole time besides the fourth. It both both teams were just it was it was a miracle. Miracle wise, magical.
0: Magical, yeah. I'm going to Indiana on this one. I'm not betting against the Hoosiers on this one, but, you know, Rutgers. What if Rutgers, the definition of 2020, what if Rutgers Who is that?
1: Whoever wins this game, and if Penn State beats Ohio State, they're leader in the Big Ten East.
0: Again, this is 2020.
1: Next, we got Texas at OSU. Oklahoma State favored by three. Texas losing the number one player. For 2022 class. Wah, wah, wah. So we are in some deep turmoil down in Austin. Uh, OSU Oklahoma State has won seven of the last ten versus Texas, so they have dominated this decade. Spencer Sanders coming back last week, not a great performance. Uh, Texas, you got to force him into some uh, tight pockets, force those interceptions. OSU is they're they're lucky before and good win against Iowa State, but uh, Brock Purdy not a great game at all. So Texas, you got to force turnovers. And I'm not fully sold on Oklahoma State yet. Uh, We'll see. They've had the easiest schedule in the Big Ten. So I'm going Texas. I know it's turmoil, but I don't know if they can stop Sam Ellinger.
0: You know, Braxton, um, uh, this is a good and be a good game. A good rival Big 12 game. I'm going Oklahoma State because, as I've said before, I cannot wait for Texas to fire Tom we don't want Herman. him gone. Matt. I know no one wants we him. Want no him one wants going. him gone. But it's great to see just the turmoil in Texas with this. Okay, we've got we've got. I mean, look, look over the years, look over the years. You got you had Mac Brown. Oh, it's deeper than Tom Herman for sure. Yeah, you got you had Mac Brown. You let and you said it's time to move on, and then you get Charlie Strong, right? And Charlie Strong goes on. They should have kept Charlie Strong longer than they've kept Tom Herman. And they've got yeah. down. Then you got Tom Herman. It, I just I they've wasted Sam Ellinger, and there's no shock that it's a shock really okay well I don't yeah, I don't know if
1: they've wasted Sam Ellinger. he's not that great of a quarterback I love his heart but he's not a great quarterback he, he's
0: got 17 touchdowns only 5 interceptions this year
1: yeah but I mean Big 12 defense they're they he had four of their overtimes against OU so I I'm not he's not a great quarterback, he's a good quarterback, but he's he's not he's not elite at all. He he knows how to run. That's 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 why he's so good. But when you look at Texas and if you're a player going to
0: Texas, you see one, you see Oklahoma, that's a nightmare. That's a nightmare right there. Oklahoma State's doing really well. They've got they've got some pieces. Texas should be right up there. Honestly, Texas should be right up there. But you're not gonna get past Oklahoma. You're not going to get to... Texas has not been a Big 12 winner in over a decade, right? A decade?
1: 2009, yeah. Yeah. I just... 2009. Yeah, 2009.
0: It's shocking they lost the number one recruit, big time. And that's a major blow to Tom Herman. Like, a major blow to Tom Herman. We saw on Twitter, Texas fans are criticizing. They want him gone. They, I mean, everyone, when Texas fans want him gone, and maybe they've been wanting him gone for a while, you know, everyone else wants him gone or laughs at Tom Herman. You know you've got a problem. I think he's gone at this year. If you're losing major recruits, you know, I, I think they've got a major problem in Austin. And they're not going to go anywhere. They're 3-2. and two. They could drop to 3-3, three and three, okay, with a loss. Oklahoma State you know, I don't want to leave them out of this conversation. I mean, they're 4-0. They're ranked number six. They could stay undefeated. The only team in the Big 12 that's undefeated right now, you know, in terms of overall record. They're doing a great job. I think it's going to be a great matchup. I'm going Oklahoma State in this one. It's a home game for them. I think, I think you know, if, if Tom Herman, if this is game is not close and Oklahoma State wins big, the morale in Austin is continuing to get lower and lower. And I think we're gonna get more and more rumblings that, Tom, you got a problem, you're out.
1: Yeah, this was the year they could, they should be in the Big 12 championship because OU is having a down year. They've already got two losses, but OU, Texas can't is not capitalizing. It runs deeper than Tom Herman. We just know that. So, uh, but what
0: is it though? Like, why I have they know. not been able I to have get? No idea. You know, that's something that I think you look at. Why have you not been able to get past? Oh, and we know why you haven't been able to get past Oklahoma. Here, here's your answers Baker, Kyler, Jalen, Spencer. I mean, those are your answers. And how good, and Lincoln Riley. But if you're Texas, you expect better. Or maybe not. Top five recruiting classes and nothing to show for it. I mean, they say every year Texas is back, but at what point do you stop? And we, I feel like I've used this line before. what point do you stop saying, this is just who you are? There's not going back, right? Because this is what your team is. Texas, 2-2 two and two. right now in the Big 12. 3-2 and two overall. And i got to correct myself. In conference, um, Kansas State is 4-0. Oh. Overall record, Oklahoma State's the only one left in Big 12. Kansas State, in conference play, they're 4-0. Oh, Oklahoma State, 3-0. Oh. But 2-2 two and two Texas. I mean, you're right there with OU, who OU's had a really rough start. You're right there with West Virginia. I mean, come on. This is this is already a disappointing start to the season for Texas, and it got worse with the news that losing that recruit.
1: Yeah, man. If, if you're a Texas fan, you are upset and you want him gone. Should have kept Charlie Strong, in my opinion. I don't think he was that bad. He'd be. I think they'd be better off right now if they had him instead of Tom Herman, because they did not give Charlie Strong the chance. But they did lose to Kansas, so there's that. Um. Memphis, Cincinnati. Cincinnati there by six and a half. Memphis quarterback Brady White has thirteen hundred yards and seventeen touchdowns. Memphis is outstanding on offense, but their defense is just, uh, just bananas. It is bad. So, uh, if you got to get soft if you're in Memphis, because you're gonna get outscored. Both teams can score um, at will. I think th- Cincinnati, Cincinnati coming off that huge 42-13 win against SMU, uh. Just limit your interceptions. Cincinnati quarterbacks got a few interceptions, but I'm going Cincinnati at home. They're, they're number 17, they're looking really good.
0: All right, so I'm, I'm going to take – this is one of our, our differing picks here, Braxton. I'm going Memphis in this one. Uh, senior quarterback Brady White has got 17 touchdowns to four interceptions already through five, four games. Um, I, I really I, – I think this could be an upset brewing. I, I, you know, this is a good matchup. Cincinnati 7, Memphis unranked. But we've seen good games from these. I mean, Memphis has been very – I mean, we've seen them in the past couple of years, how high power they are offensively. I'm going Memphis on this one.
1: No, yeah, I think it will come down late fourth quarter, uh, last few drives. It's going to be a high-scoring one for sure. That defense is just awful, though. Finally, though, Happy Valley. It, it just it doesn't feel as hype as it should be. Penn State coming off that loss against Indiana. They're bringing in Brutus the Buckeyes. Ohio State's coming to town. OSU dominant over Nebraska. Uh, it's Ohio State's had a hard time winning in Happy Valley in the last few years, but I don't know how many fans they're gonna be there. Do you know how many fans? I do not know. No. So probably half, less than less than half, probably. So it, that won't be a big factor because whiteout prime time there. That's something else. Penn State though, you gotta run the ball. You're first in uh, running. Uh, keep the ball out of Ohio State Justin Fields' hands, and you may have a chance. Maybe I don't think so though. They, I think the last half, but I think Ohio State pulls
0: out. Yeah, I've got Ohio State, and I think this game um, is going to be won by Justin Fields. That's your guy. That's your guy. You go with. I think he's going to tear up Penn State. I think he's going to have uh, another day that we know what Justin Fields can do. Um, and I've got, I've got Ohio State. In fact. This is not going to be like that, the game that they had against Indiana. I think Ohio State wins this game by 14 against Penn State. I don't think it's going to be as close. I think probably close in the first half, but pull away in the third
1: quarter. Ohio State's favored by 12. It's a lot. All right, that's our college football picks. Make sure to take those to the bank. A few different picks this week, better than last week when we had, I think, all of them. Yeah, if you
0: watch our graphics, we just got to change them to Brax and Matt's picks, not just separate <laughs> columns because we picked the same things. But you're right. There are some differences this week. I really want to pick Rutgers, but I was not going to pick against <laughs> Indiana,
1: so there you go. Yeah, we're not picking Rutgers yet. All right. On this day in history, 1960, Muhammad Ali's first professional fight got the dub. 1917, World War One, the Battle of Bursch. Beershebal Beersheba, Yeah, I think I said that right Known as the last successful cavalry charge In the history And in 2011 The world population reaches 7 billion Matt, you got any birthdays for us?
0: Yeah, we do Happy birthday, John Adams Peter Jackson Vanilla Ice, ice. Happy birthday.
1: Ice Ice, ice Make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else you get your podcasts at Burgers Brats. Stay up to date with our latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brats. Now, moving into our NFL picks for the week. Some good good games this week. 49ers at Seattle. Seattle coming off that tough overtime loss against the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. 49ers with a huge win over the uh, pa- New England Patriots. Uh, Seattle, you got to get out early. You can't let your foot off the gas this time. They had that 10-point lead in the fourth quarter against Arizona that de- decided to give it up. So don't do that. Uh, I think Jimmy G is going to have to have a perfect game because this Seattle team is really, really good. I It should it should be a pretty decent game. I think Seattle pulls ahead in the fourth quarter, though. i got Seattle winning this one.
0: I've got Seattle winning as well. No analysis. Got look how I mean just look how powerful that team is they got so many weapons and it's Russell Wilson so well, I got you
1: uh Tyler Lockett maybe he gets 49 fantasy points again
0: he might Yeah, that was that was fun I'll tell you my fantasy had him in one league Braxton yeah he got 53 52 53 wow. yeah I mean, just incredible I mean, that you watch the game and you just see him trailing you going down the field you see him you know coming in on a slant and a pass, and you just see Russell Wilson make connection with him Bam
1: that it's, pass. It's, Did you see the Russell Wilson deep on the Tyler Lockett last week? Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's Perfection. one of the best throws. Like just lays it in the pocket. Oh my goodness.
0: Russell Wilson. Now he, you know, threw some picks um, uncharacteristically in the last game, but what he is MVP candidate. And honestly, I mean, I think an MVP favorite right now. He is fun to watch.
1: This guy is
0: locked in. Locked good, in.
1: He is good. All right, the Chargers take on the mile-high Denver Broncos. Chargers favored by three. Justin Herbert looking like a rookie of the year candidate. Um, it's a win at Denver. I think that will help elevate it. Uh, Locke, you got had a lot of turnovers last week trying to force the ball. You got to take what's given to you down low with the five-yard out routes instead of forcing into double coverage. And Gordon, don't turn the ball over multiple times. Facing your former team, uh, Denver needs uh, to have Locke. If, if Drew Locke doesn't throw a touchdown interception, I think Denver wins. I, I've i got Denver, Matt, but now I want to pick the Chargers. Yeah,
0: I don't. I've got the Chargers. Herbert is on a tear, really, to start his career. He is fun to watch. This Chargers defense will have a heyday against Drew Locke. Um, this is not going to be close. Justin Herbert will tear up Denver.
1: Yeah, I might have to change that pick. Hopefully Denver gets something going. Both have the same record, so... Uh, Las Vegas versus Cleveland. Cleveland by two and a half. Cars on a whole nother level right now. Even though they, um, well, season-wise, last week though, coming off a tough loss or a big loss against the Bucks. Browns are without OBJ for the year. Uh, you got to get Kar- Kareem Hunt going on the running game. You're first in the league in running. Uh, open up the passing lane for Baker. Should be a shootout. I think it will be a high-scoring game. I got Cleveland winning.
0: So I picked Las Vegas. Now, is it just because I've got guys on my fantasy team? Exactly. That's the reason why. Um, I've got Vegas. Now, what were Derek Carey, like you said, he's been playing well. Yes, they've had some tough losses, but he is really connecting well. Nelson Aguilar, Darren Waller. Um, you know, let's get Josh Jacobs moving. Yes, I mentioned two other three guys there on my fantasy team. But <laughs> I'll tell you, um, Baker did really well last week. And I, I, I think this will be a close game within a touchdown. Um, it'll be a little bit back and forth. But um, I'm going Vegas winning this one, Braxton.
1: Viva Las Vegas. All right. Saints taking on Chicago. The one time I bet for Chicago, they get beat. So I don't Are know you going to do it again? I don't know if I can do that again. Uh, Saints win by four and a half. Kamara is the key to the game, leads the team in rushing and receiving. Uh, Chicago, only 49 rushing yards last week. That's not going to get you a win, especially against the Saints. I still don't think the Saints have hit their full potential. Uh, Michael Thomas, Quincy. He, come- he might
0: be playing this I week. Even, Possibility. Right. He, was, he returned to practice.
1: All right. So maybe Michael Thomas. I'm going on Saints. I learned on betting with Chicago.
0: Yeah, that's a good call. I'm right there with you. Kamara is the most dangerous player right now in the league. And, uh, you know, with you when you got Drew Brees, even if Drew Brees struggles a little bit, you know you're going to be still okay. Um, and they're hitting their groove right now. There's no question about it. Saints.
1: All right, final game, game of the week in the NFL, Pittsburgh versus Baltimore. Baltimore by four, uh, failed by four. Pitt is the last unbeaten team over a dominant. Well, not they were dominant; they kind of gave it up in the end. But a great win against Tennessee. Baltimore, Matt, can you tell me what they're ranked in passing? Out of thirty-two teams, I you, know, you told me this. I don't maybe won the last, right? Thirty-first. Baltimore no. is thirty-first in passing. Lamar Jackson is also the leading rusher. Pittsburgh, number one defense. Pitt, they don't want to get their receivers in the mix. There are a lot of talent on the wide receiving court. So I'm going Pittsburgh beating Baltimore. Baltimore has not looked that great this year. I know they only have one loss to the Chiefs, right? But, yeah, to the Chiefs. But they are not looking that great this year.
0: Yeah, to win this game, it is going to have to be. I mean, I'm I'm picking Baltimore. Lamar's got to have to get really, I mean, using his legs like he normally does, he's going to need to really go off. Um, That Steelers defense is going to be tough. This one's going to be extremely close, down to the wire. But I am going Baltimore. I think the Steelers will get their first loss, and this will be the end of the streaks of undefeated teams.
1: All right, those are our NFL picks. Take those to the bank. Cha-ching. Well, we we deferred in a few. Three of them. Three, Three games we deferred. All right. All right, so some other news to get into. Super Bowl. Uh, what? Wait, what number is this, 54? Something.
0: I'm not good with numbers. Once I they, don't know. do
1: the L, the V, I don't know, man. Well, it's just the that. Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. 20% capacity, uh, they announced. Fans will be in pods and masks required. Philadelphia 76ers hired Daryl Morey as their GM. Justin Turner pulled from Game 6 of the World Series, goes out and celebrates without a mask. I don't know what you're thinking there. I don't know why they allow that. But, Trevor Lawrence does not rule out staying at
0: Clemson next year. He should stay. If the Jets are number one, stay at Clemson.
1: I mean, they're going to be number one next year.
0: <laughs> Until they get a new coach, new ownership, new everything, stay at Clemson.
1: Maybe, so he might go to Atlanta. Atlanta might need him. And then Clippers are going to pursue Rondo and free agency and then way too early college basketball predictions are here. Matt, can you tell me the number one team?
0: It's got to be Duke.
1: No. They're not even top five.
0: Kentucky? Nope. Wow. That's the general consensus of every year. Give me a hint. Give me a little hint. Let me guess. Big 12. Big 12. Wow. CBS. Uh, is, it, is it
1: Baylor? It is Baylor. Baylor. There you go. Baylor 1. Villanova 2. Gonzaga 3. Virginia 4 and number 5, Kentucky. A little little surprising there. I mean, Gonzaga's always up there. Kentucky's a little far back. And kind of surprised Virginia's up there.
0: Who uh, who else did you say?
1: Villanova's number 2.
0: And you know, that's not. I mean, we, we talked about earlier. Remember when the 76s were looking at coaching hires and Jay Wright was a possibility? I mean, he's done so well at Villanova. They are a force every year.
1: Take the money, Jay! Hey, go to He didn't,
0: but he wanted to stay. He wanted to stay. Respect. He wanted to stay at Villanova.
1: All right, got any other news?
0: Oh, I've got a big news, Braxton. How can we forget what happened? A big hire in baseball. A big hire in baseball. I'm thinking of, you know, we were listening the other day, Eminem, in the car. You know, because why not? I mean, why not think of Eminem? We're white. Yes. (laughs) Um, And, you you know, guess who's back? Back again. Tony La Russa. You might go, who? Tony La Russa. Who?
1: Sounds familiar.
0: Tony La Russa, Hall of Fame manager, last managed St. Louis, won a World Series, yes, in 2011. Against two? (laughs) Texas. (laughs) He is back. He's back with where his career began. Um, I think this is is pretty cool. MLB.com, Scott Merkin, his article, he starts off by saying, the 30th manager in White Sox history has officially become the organization's 41st skipper. So he was he started his career in the White Sox back in the 70s. Late 70s, early 80s, and now he's back again and some people are going, "What in the world? Because he had retired. He was um, in that time he had worked in front offices, he was an analyst. He, I I think Not, he, he
1: he's 76. Come on, retire, go live on a beach, go live in the mountains, get out. Why are you coaching? I mean,
0: this is a very interesting hire. A lot of people thought it would go to A.J. Hinch, the former manager, the disgraced Astros. Again, why do we talk Houston all the time? So, this is kind of a a shocking move, but this
1: gained traction. Yeah, because he's 76. (laughs) But, dude... Look, go home, man. Go retire. Go live your life. You only got a few years left. What are you doing? Go to the White Sox. Go to the Yankees.
0: But, Braxton, look, he, he's, he's got just over 2,700 wins. He's won three World Series titles in his 33 years. This guy has the history. It doesn't make sense. Yes. It, it's kind of mind blowing because he thought he retired, and he retired for good back in 2011. But he wants another shot at it. This is a very promising White Sox team. He's got a lot to work on it. It's a multi-year deal. This is going to be an interesting decision. See what happens.
1: He must love baseball. That's all i got to say.
0: He's been in it for a long time.
1: He wants to die in that uniform, I guess. <laughs>
0: 76.
1: 76. All right. <laughs> Any other news, Dad?
0: Nope. I'm good here.
1: Mad- or Clippers got their guy, right?
0: Rockets. Yeah, Rockets got Stephen Silas, the former assistant with the Mavericks. He's going to Houston. OKC is the last team to find a head coach. So we'll see, hopefully, in the next couple of days what team, uh, what coach is going to OKC.
1: We're free. We can, we can go coach.
0: We could co-coach, yeah.
1: I bet they get Chris Paul. Just transition Chris Paul.
0: <laughs> I mean, it would save them a lot of money. That $40 million contract would be off the books.
1: It would. All right, Final segment. Who would you share a burger and brought with? So, listeners, are you having trouble sleeping? I, I mean, we all do. We all do not sleep, especially in 2020. It's hard, It's hard to find that groove of sleeping. But sleeping with a weighted blanket can reduce insomnia. And according to Swedish researchers, participants in weighted blanket group were 26 times more likely to experience a decrease of 50% or more in the insomnia severity compared to the control group. And also, 20 times more likely to achieve remission of insomnia. So sleep with way weighted blanket if you have trouble sleeping. Felt like I was just
0: listening to one of those late night commercials. You know, you're watching a show and you're about to fall asleep and you just heard something. Braxton, you reminded me of that. So thank you. Thank you, thank you for welcome. that. Alright, my burger and broad is, I don't know if you've seen um, on Twitter, this, this got some attention. If you're, if you're a big fan of the of Jeopardy, um, a kid, his name was well, kid, and
1: don't give his name out for legal reasons.
0: That's right. That's right. You're right. Yes. A kid. Uh, well, it's in the article, so <laughs> I think I can read. No, there was a kid over in Virginia, Evan. We won't give the full name, Evan. Okay, even though you can read the article. Evan what? Okay. Um, he dressed up as Alex Trebek, and it's a cool thing. We'll we'll share it on our uh, on our Twitter account, but. And then Alex responded and said that it made his day because we all know Alex Trebek and his cancer battle and everything. I mean, it's it's a really cool thing. And you know, those kind of little moments like that get you away from the crap that's going on in the world. So that's well done, Evan. Good costume. Get ready for Halloween, Alex Trebek. I'll take five. I'll take winner for five hundred, Alex. Let's go.
1: Halloween is tomorrow night. Everyone, uh, go get some candy. It's
0: Are you wearing weird. a costume?
1: No, but. Are
0: you? I was gonna go as you. Are you going as go me? As you. Oh my gosh! Burger
1: and brought. We're just gonna switch. Wow! Yeah. So
0: I get to be brought. No burger this yeah, time. Yeah, you'll
1: get to be burger. I'll be brought.
0: <laughs> That's right. Reminds <laughs> me of when we first did the episode. No, I don't know if our fans know this, Braxton. If they, if, if the picture, the profile picture we took when we started this, and we started this two years ago, right? Has two it
1: years ago, next month. That's crazy.
0: We were sitting in our apartment and we're not giving away where we lived. You can go listen to those episodes. We don't live there anymore. We're not giving them free publicity. And we were sitting there and Bracken's like, okay, we're gonna take a picture. We gotta set this up. Let me see what I got in the freezer. Or fridge. Or whatever. Pulled out burgers and brats. Wow. I mean, could you imagine? If you were starting a podcast and you were gonna name yourself, you know, a food item and you're like, Let me just pull out the fridge. Bam, there it is.
1: Mayonnaise and ketchup. Yeah. Ketchup and mustard. Ketchup and mustard.
0: M&M's and ms and m ms
1: There's so many m ms now. You can do a whole group podcast. You can.
0: Podcast. Okay, M&M's different. and Skittles. They yeah, look the yeah. same. They just don't taste the same. Right?
1: Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. One's chocolate.
0: One's chocolate and one's just pure sugar.
1: <laughs> right? That is right.
0: But it was a great story. So, yeah, I was. I'm, I think that's what we should go for Halloween as. Yeah.
1: And now we got to go buy those costumes.
0: I was just going to like... Go hey, to the man. fridge, yeah. And I was just gonna Tape leave. Them to Tape them, yeah. I was just gonna be, you know, full over. Um, so what am I brought now? Right, no, I'm burger. You're, you're brought. Burger, yeah. You know the big TikTok thing, glizzies. That could yeah, be your you're whole thing. Now. No, you're Glizzy. <laughs> I'm Glizzy. You're Glizzy. <laughs> so you're gonna have so to just put. Yeah, and I'm I'm just burger. <laughs> I, you know, but you know, but it's gonna be a great weekend. Eat a lot of candy. This is the time to just eat candy and not feel bad about
1: it. Don't brush your teeth either.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cavities come later. Enjoy the moment now with the candy. And if you don't want the candy, you can send it to our address, which we're not going to give you for obvious purposes, but you can send it to us somehow. DM us. We'll take the candy
1: if you don't want it. We'll take it. Find us locally. Really? But what if they're not local, Braxton?
0: How do they find us locally? We're not everywhere.
1: They can drive out here. I'm sure they want to come here. That's
0: right. We are the ice capital of Oklahoma right now. We We are right now. Norman, Oklahoma.
1: I mean, it's all melted, but hey, the trees are still down.
0: Yeah, trees are still down. no power. Well, hopefully, power comes back. If your power's out and you're listening to us right now, we hope your power comes <laughs> back on soon.
1: You gotta charge up to listen to us, uh, but hopefully, everyone has a great Halloween. Hopefully, your team wins this weekend, and make sure you're following us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else—literally anywhere else—you get your podcast at Burgers Brought stay up today with our latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Matt and I, thanks for listening Wear a mask, happy Halloween